All right. USC just wrapped up their first big recruiting weekend under Lincoln Riley as head, USC's new head coach. And we're going to talk about how big of an impression did he make uh, and you know, how long will we have to wait to hear the, uh, hear the results. We're also going to talk about the 2022 team itself and are they tough enough to win 10 games this season. That and a few other things we're going to talk about here on Locked On USC. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thanks for joining me on this inaugural episode of Locked On USC. And thanks for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. We're free and we're available wherever you can get your podcast. All right. Here I am. See me? Well, maybe you don't see me on this first episode. Uh, we're going audio only. However, um, you're normally going to find me over on WeRSC.com. Uh, you can see me on our weekly Inside the Trojan Huddle podcast that we uh, we publish every Tuesday. On this show, though, uh, we're going to try and provide you daily content Um so what you don't hear or see from me over there, you might see and hear from me over here. Um, as I mentioned at the top, um, USC had a huge recruiting weekend, um, kind of a red carpet type of event where um, the USC went all out. It's been a while since um, USC has had this type of, we'll call it a recruiting extravaganza. Um, where they they literally, excuse me, they showed everybody, um, they showed these young men that they, they cared. Um, just some of the names. In fact, let's let's go over this list here real quick. Um, it started on Thursday, uh, where these young men started to trickle in. But and a lot of these, you know, some of these guys are already committed, um, and you'll recognize those names as we get there. But um, they were treated, uh, I believe on Thursday, they had a luau at, uh, at, at Coach's house. And if, you, if you've had a chance to see uh, Lincoln Riley's new home here in Southern California, it's big, it's beautiful, it overlooks the Pacific Ocean. And so they had a luau. And I know that the players, some of the recruits that started to come in on Thursday included uh, Warren Roberson, Trey Wilson, a big push here for USC on the with um, recruits from Texas. Uh, a Marion Peterson, a commit. Uh, who else? Quentin Joyner, commit. He was there. Micah Tease. Uh, you might, we're going to talk about that name a little bit later in the show. Uh, Walker Lyons, Marcus Deal, Francis Mauioga, excuse me, Francis Maui Goa. Uh, that's probably the number one offensive lineman on USC's big recruiting board. And we understand USC made a really nice impression on the young man during his trip. Uh, more more uh, recruits that trickled in starting on Friday. Uh, Alan, excuse me, Alani Noah, Micah Banuelas. These are offensive linemen. Amos Tawalele. Gosh, I hope I'm pronouncing these names correctly. And I apologize if I'm not. We'll get it right the next time. Uh, again, another offensive lineman who um, was committed to Cal. And I, let me emphasize, was. There's rumor that uh, he might have flipped after this, after his, his official visit. Again, updates are going to come in. Um, you know, 
the, the weekend just wrapped up. These guys are being pulled in a lot of different directions. So um, over on WeRSC.com, Scott Schrader is our recruiting guru, and he's uh, he and Eric McKinney are are probably pulling uh, an all-nighter or close to it, trying to get in touch with as many of these recruits as possible to get some feedback. Uh, Christian Pierce, USC commit. Uh, Braylon Shelby, big-time defensive edge that is high on USC's radar out of Texas. Um, had a good time from what we understand. Another USC commit that was there, Braxton Myers, cornerback out of Texas. Uh, man, the list goes, oh, these names, Makai Lemon. Um, Wide receiver, Los Alamitos, five-star, already committed to USC. Deuce Robinson, high probability he's going to make a, a, a commitment to USC sooner rather than later. Mateo Ungalele, uh, if you recognize the last name, his big brother is the quarterback at Clemson. Very good chance he's going to end up at USC. Anthony Hill, uh, Zachariah Branch, and his he was hosting his younger brother, Zion, who was on his official visit this weekend. And, of course, the uh, the ringleader, five-star quarterback, Malachi Nelson, at quarterback from Los Alamitos. So those are just some of the names. Uh, as you can see, it was a who's who of who USC is going after. And they plan on having another uh, big recruiting event later this summer. Um, however, for this one, again, we talked about the Luau. Um, there was also a, a barbecue, and I believe they had a chance to meet a whole bunch of former legends, um, Trojan legends at the Coliseum. Uh, some of those names that these recruits got to meet included Willie McGinnis, Matt Leinert, Lundell White, uh, Marcus Allen, <laughs> uh, Sean Cody, Jarrell Casey, Malcolm Smith, Drake London, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, USC has a very long and illustrious line of of uh, alums and NFL players. So they're going to take advantage of that whenever possible. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, also over the weekend during this big, you know, while recruits were being hosted over on campus, uh, USC was having their salute to Troy. And yeah, they kept these events separated, but no coincidence um, that salute to Troy happened on this weekend. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware or know what Salute Detroit is, uh, real briefly, it's a, an event made for donors and alumni uh, to kind of come together, kind of a homecoming event. But it usually would take place at the end of fall camp. Um, Lincoln Riley, the head coach, he's going to introduce the team uh, up on stage. The band plays, the song girls, team captains are introduced. Uh, but for this one during the summer, um, same type of atmosphere. Um, players are are placed all over um, Loker Field at, at different tables. The big giant all you can eat buff, uh, barbecue buffet, and so while the players are, are shoveling the food down their their throats, fans are lining up <laughs> to say hello, get autographs, take pictures. Um, just what these uh, young men need in their lives, right? Especially during the summer. But that's with the guys who are already on the team. Uh, NIL is a big thing that's going on right now. So the alumni, the donors, uh, I'm sure at Salute Detroit this year, uh, that was being talked about. So it's giving them an opportunity to learn about how they can actually now be involved and give back and, and help with recruiting, so to speak. 
Uh, we'll talk about NIL and all that on another show, but that's what Salute Detroit is. It's just, it's a way for USC, the Trojan family to come together. It's a feel good event and it kind of gets everybody primed and, and pumped up for the football season. So you got that going on. Everybody's primed and jacked and for, for recruiting. It, it was kind of like the, the perfect storm coming together uh, in the early part of the summer. Um, so, you know, I mentioned, you know, a lot of recruits, big time recruits. And now we're starting to find out if the, if the payoff, you know, if it's already starting to pay dividends, so to speak. Um, and if you pay attention to any of USC's social media accounts, and that would be head coach Lincoln Riley, USC football, USC athletics. Um, today we're recording the show uh, Sunday, late, early evening. Uh, by the time you're hearing this on Monday, you might have found out that Lincoln Riley had given up uh, three of these on his Twitter account. That's the bat signal. Typically, that means commitments. And I've gone over some of the names who, who were there this weekend. Um, if they got three of any of those names, that's a, that's a good sign. Now, I mentioned... Uh, one of the names we spoke about was the commit to uh, to Cal. Um, gosh, I apologize. Name skip me. Do 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 do. Bear with me. I said it once, and I'll say it again. Oh, sorry for the dead. Ah, Amos Talalele. Um, again. Could one of those fight-ons mean that he was one of the flips that I mentioned at the beginning of the show? Regardless, um, if USC was able to to get three commitments out of this official visit, uh, that's really that's a really good return on their investment, and that's probably a good sign of things to come as we continue through the summer. So um, stay tuned. And again, you'll find a lot of these updates on these recruits. Um, from their visit, if you go to wrsc.com, Scott Trader, Eric McKinney, um, myself on a much more uh, minimal scale level, uh, we'll give you updates as we hear them. But uh, Scott and Eric, they're your guys for, for all your recruiting information. And we'll have them on our show here, Locked on USC, uh, in the future. This is our first show. Um, so we're going to make sure we give you as much content as you can as you can handle. And we want you to keep coming back. Uh, let's see. What else can we talk about here? Oh, um, you know, we were talking about updates coming. We've already started to see some updates. In fact, uh, Scott Schrader uh, has already put up top priority edge Bray- uh, Braylon Shelby. Uh, he'll be one of the first to finish up his visit at USC, and they're gonna. He's gonna look to talk to him um, after he's done. Um, but he did offer this about whether he plans to return for another visit. <clears throat> Quote, there's definitely a time I'll be back at USC. Uh, he offered that via text message. So that's just a sample. And as I mentioned, uh, USC feels really good about uh, many of the players who made this trip. Uh, one of those names I mentioned, five-star edge, Mateo Ungalele. Um, he's probably and arguably the biggest get for the Trojans in this particular recruiting class, at least on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, if USC can grab Mateo 
uh, one year after they were able to bring in Corey Foreman, uh, that could mean, or that could be a signal that that Southern California backyard fence, it's going to be much more difficult to penetrate uh, for those out-of-state schools who have been raiding USC, uh, their, at least their territory. While, uh, you know, we'll be honest around here, USC football the last decade has been a roller coaster ride. Some will call it a dumpster fire. Um, it hasn't been that bad all the time, but USC fans are, they want more and they anticipate getting a lot more with Lincoln Riley. Um, there's a reason that they have the number one recruiting class via the transfer portal. Um, and there's, that's another reason why there's a, there's a lot of excitement for this year's team and thinking that, you know what? Maybe USC can win 10 games this year. And that's something we're going to talk about. But first, uh, what we do want to do is we want to talk about betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and your sports information. You can find all of your latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. Yes, I understand the Dodgers dropped another one uh, to Cleveland. They're not playing too well. Uh, Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports, scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Okay. In this, uh, you know, I mentioned, you know, there's a possibility that USC could win 10 games this year. And there's a lot of excitement. Uh, I think they can win 10 games. Uh, and we talked about that. I talked about that in my, in my Sunday takeaway that I wrote um, that I published today, Sunday, even though you're hearing about this on Monday, you can read all of my, uh, all of my articles, uh, either my Sunday takeaway, my Monday morass, where I just ask a bunch of what if questions. Um, so you guys can, the readers can kind of ponder, you know, what would have been different if this would have happened? And then I also do a column on Thursdays called yay or nay, which, uh, it's probably going to work really well with bet online uh, when the season starts because it's more of a, um, a, I guess if you were in Vegas, if you were to do some prop bets, uh, I kind of present things in, in that type of fashion. You, you either agree yay or nay with what I'll put out there um, could, on all different types of subject matters. We'll talk about football, basketball, whatever. Um, but on Sunday, this Sunday's takeaway, you know, I asked the question if, USC is tough enough to win 10 games. And by tough enough, I'm talking about in the trenches. Um, On the offensive line, and more specifically, excuse me, on the defensive side of the ball, um, defensive line and linebacker. And there's a good reason for it. Um, Everybody anticipates USC is going to score a lot of points um, this season. You know, they. Lincoln Riley, he's an offensive guru. 
he he knows how to use a quarterback. He knows how to use wide receivers, and he knows how to use a running game. Um, USC's issue, though, is are they physical enough? And they haven't answered that bell in the last few years. So on the Sunday takeaway, um, one of the things we want you know we talk about is if if USC can run the ball, that's going to maybe change the perception that, hey, yeah, you know what? USC can be physical on that side of the ball. Wendell Riley has proven that at, at Oklahoma. He, he knows how to run the ball. Um, my concern, though, again, on that defensive side, you know, they made some, they, they, they brought over some, some, some help through the transfer portal. Uh, however, um, what they brought back that was already on the roster, that's where, I don't, I don't want to use the term concern, but I guess that's the best way to put it because there's still a lot of unknown. Maybe the, the Thule, Thule, um, Thule, <laughs> we'll call him Thule. I'm having, I'm tongue twisted right now. He he's a he's a known commodity um he's gonna bring it every game that he's healthy and he's gonna get after the quarterback but in the middle um you know you have Brandon Peely who's coming off an Achilles uh, an Achilles heel injury um they've moved Solomon Tulia Tupu um from linebacker to the defensive line um will he be able to fill in there you know, let, if if we were to go over the, you know, the, the USC roster, you know, it's not thin, but again, it, it's USC did not show last year that that they could stop the run, and right now, on the at the defensive line, um, and I apologize. Let me get these names up here. So they brought in through the transfer roster, Tyrone Tulaney. He's got a little bit of uh, experience. He came over from Kansas State. What he does have is maturity. I think he's 26. He's married. So he's got that adult strength going to him. He's from uh, he's from Western Samoa. Uh, he's a rugby player, so he's got that mentality. Um, Stanley Taufo, ooh, um, you know, he came in a little undersized. He's bulked up again. He 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 manned the middle last year when Brandon Peely was absent with his injury, and as he tried as 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 hard as he did, as hard as he tried, he was playing out of position because he wasn't ready. Yet. He wasn't prepared to play that position. Um, we talked about Tui Tui Pulotu, uh, the younger brother of Marlon in the NFL. Uh, Tui made Phil Steele's, I believe it was third-team All-American, preseason All-American team. So he's a known commodity. Uh, Nick Figueroa, again, uh, returned last year. He was playing injured most of the season, at least the back end of the season. He probably returned too early, and um, he didn't look good. I don't know if it was a setback, but if he's healthy, he's going to be needed um, because they need to get after the quarterback this year. Uh, a young guy, Jamar Sakona, didn't see a lot of action last year, 
but uh, no, he's he's now a redshirt sophomore, and he's probably what he's probably pushing three three hundred pounds at least. He looked good during the spring. Um, how much can new coach defensive line coach Sean Nua and defensive um, coordinator Alex Grinch rely on him? We'll find out as we get to fall camp and as the season goes on. Uh, another player, Richard Jr. is now his time. Dejon Benton. Um, another redshirt freshman that didn't play last year and missed all the spring recovering from injury, Colin Mobley. We mentioned Brandon Peely. Uh, again, redshirt senior, big athletic guy. At one point, I'm sure he still can, but he, you know, there was video of him slam dunking a basketball. Anybody who's six foot three, 350 bills and can slam dunk, pretty athletic guy. Uh, Kobe Pepe, another young guy, uh, local kid from St. John Bosco. Uh, we didn't get to see him in the spring. Again, recovering from off-season, uh, off-season surgery. We anticipate him being 100% for fall camp. Big fire plug type of body that can they're, they're going to look to, to man the middle. Um, Earl Barquet Jr., another transfer they got from TCU. Um, Another body. I, I don't know what he didn't really show a whole lot in the spring, but again, the media didn't get to see a whole lot other than the beginning of practice and what everyone got to see at the spring huddle. So um, I guess we'll find out more during fall camp, hopefully. And then you got the linebacking position. That's where USC is really. So you saw a lot of bodies brought in some depth um, through the transfer portal. Same thing happened here. Um, Shane Lee, Romello Height being two of the notables via the transfer portal. Uh, Shane Lee from Alabama, Romello from all from Auburn. Uh, so those are two SEC bodies. Now they looked apart. Uh, in fact, Romello during the spring was, um, if you're looking at depth charts, he was running with the first string. Um, now the beginning of spring camp, Corey Foreman. He was trying to get back into shape. Um, he, was, he was recovering from a from an off-season injury. Um, it was later note, um, it was talked about as a dislocated kneecap. So once he's 100%, and we believe he is, um, the defensive line and the edge rush position looks to be uh, much healthier and much better than it was last year. Now we're hoping to get the same type of result with at the linebacking role. So you brought in Shane Lee to plug up in the middle. Uh, he looks like your typical middle linebacker, a run stopper. Uh, we'll see how he does in the Pac-12 where they're a pat, where they'd like to pass the ball a lot. Um, you've got Rajon Davis coming back for his second year. Uh, last year, I'm not going to say that uh, he didn't get a fair opportunity, but uh, there was a lot of people wondering why he didn't see the field more. I think he understands, um, he learned a little bit during the offseason, what it's going to take to see the field. And um, he even spoke about that. And we'll talk about that when we have some guests on later with with our show. Um, Other returning linebackers, Raylan Goforth. He's going to be, the coaching staff's going to look to him to be a huge contributor this year um, because you're not going to be able to, if USC offense, if USC's offense is going to score points in bunches as we anticipate, um, unless they learn how to control the clock, USC's defense could be on the field a lot. And if USC's defense 
hasn't improved over last year's defense, you're going to need the depth. So um, Raylan Goforth, Rajon Davis, Shane Lee, uh, those are just some of the guys at linebacker. Julian Simon, another guy, um, we're looking to see if he can make make a move this year. Haven't heard much from him. Chris Thompson Jr., they moved him to linebacker from the safety position. Uh, he's another guy who transferred to USC uh, from Auburn the previous year. Uh, you've got Clyde Moore, another returning um, to a CV Nomura. Uh, we talked about Shane Lee, Taylor Katoa. Is he ready to uh, to, to make a contribution? You know, he, he came back from his mission. He's now had a full year to, to get back in shape. So we'll see what happens. Um, so there, there's where you're at on linebacker. And let's not forget, um, USC also got Eric Gentry uh, via the transfer portal late um, from Arizona State. So, yeah, USC, they, they made some improvements via the transfer portal. I, I think when we're asking the question, are they tough enough? The recruits want to know this question, too. And, and that the recruits might be in a wait and see type of mode um, as far as is USC tough enough and are they willing to or are they willing to make a commitment um, until they see the product on the field? And that product will show up on the field rather soon because Rice will be here soon. Um, so those are just some of the things you know you, we're, we're, we're talking about. I, I, again, I, I mentioned the run game. Some of that's perception. I, I believe USC's offensive line is going to be maybe one of the best in the country. Um, they return everybody from last year. Uh, you've got Cortland Ford at left tackle. You're going to have uh, Andrew Voorhees at left guard, Brett Nylon at center. Justin Dietrich is going to slide in, it appears, at the right guard position, and Jonah Monheim at right tackle. USC brought in Bobby Haskins, uh, who came over from Virginia, another experienced guy who could play both sides off uh, right or left tackle. Um, he's just now getting into shape. He missed all of spring uh, with a foot injury. Um, USC, if they show that their run game is physical, that changes the perception and it changes the way other other teams have to prepare for USC defensively. It changes how USC prepares for other teams, for, for the teams they'll be playing. So um, when we, uh, when we come back at, at, from our, from our, from our next commercial break, um, we're going to talk about attrition and addition. And, and it kind of goes back to um, recruiting and, being tough enough. Uh, so one of the late breaking news things that came out on Sunday, um, one of the players that wasn't at Salute to Troy was Maximus Gibbs. Max Gibbs is one of the largest <laughs> um, offensive linemen you'll ever see. Uh, six foot five, seven, 380 pounds. That's what he got down to. Um, well, he wasn't at Salute to Troy, and it appears um, that he's not going to be on the roster this year uh, due to some personal issues. Um, when more information becomes available, we'll, we'll get into that 
But um, for more updates on that, you can also always go to wearesc.com because that's probably where you're going to hear that information first. Um, just because that's how fluid those types of things happen. So if you want to be tough enough, you have to be able to survive attrition. And as you can see, attrition starts even during the offseason. USC is losing depth from their offensive line. We don't know how much Maximus was going to contribute this year, um, but we were starting to hear some good things out of the spring. He was dropping a lot of that weight and getting into shape. And everybody loved Max, um, his teammates. So you never know what's going to happen. Um, can USC sustain more attrition and still survive as the season goes on? They still have four scholarship spots available. Um, so, you know, are they going to look to bring in some more players through the transfer portal before fall camp? Or are they going to ride with what they have right now? Um, I guess we'll find out as the summer goes, the team is in PRPs. And unfortunately, you know, the media isn't allowed to attend these PRPs. However, um, when we do hear information, we're going to pass it along, both here on Locked on USC, as well as on uh, wearesc.com, where you can always find. And we're going to be talking about this on Inside the Trojan Huddle um, when we go ahead and, and record our podcast uh, for Tuesday. So until then, uh, we hope you enjoyed this first show. I know it was a little choppy and you don't get to see me, uh, but you do get to hear me. We'll be back again, I believe, on Wednesday is our next show. And we will keep bringing you the good information, great information, as much as we can when we can, because we want you to keep coming back. Thanks again. And make sure you come back to Locked On USC.